The following program is sponsored by Ken Sukuri Ministries. Scripture tells us in Psalm 34:18, the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. These are the ones I look on with favor, those who are humble and contrite in spirit and who tremble at my word, says Isaiah 66:2. We find beauty in brokenness when we choose to sit close with him and trust that he is listening. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Are words of healing in Psalm 147:3. Brokenness is a blessing because it puts us on the road to a breakthrough. Brokenness to beauty with Brittany Francis, founder of Kensukuri Ministries, starts now. Welcome to Brokenness to Beauty. My name is Brittany Francis. I am actually the founder of Kinsakori Ministries International. We do this program once a week, highlighting testimonies, highlighting what God is doing in women's lives to encourage other women and men to step into all that God has them step into. Also, to bring on testimonies from their lives so that others can find hope and unwrap that box, the gift of a testimony, unwrap that gift, and to see that they also have something to unwrap in their lives that they can give, rewrap, and give to somebody else as hope. So today I am so excited. I have Erica Scardino, who is the co-founder of Katie Christian Chamber. She has something very exciting to announce today. And so I want to get into that as well. But Erica, thank you for coming onto the program. This is just such an honor. Thank you for having me. The honor is mine and excited to speak to uh you today and also all of your listeners to give that message of encouragement, especially to women out there. Well, okay. So let's start with you. Let's start with you before we jump into the Christian chamber, because we did discuss that there is the first ever Christian chamber. I mean, there's a lot of chambers that have Christians that are running it, but this is something a little bit different. We are saying this is for Christian businesses. So we discussed this because we know that Salem Radio, Salem Media is going to be jumping on and starting a program for Christian businesses. But there was just such interest in this, and it was really exciting. So tell me first a little bit about your testimony, what God told you, how he sparked this in you and in Joseph. Just tell me a little bit. Oh, sure. Absolutely. So yes, like you said, I'm the co-founder of the Katie Christian Chamber of Commerce. This call came a little over five years ago. I was serving as a campus director for a Christian university here in the Houston area at that time called Bellhaven University. And I'd been private education for almost 18 years at that point. And I really felt a call or what most people, I love this word, download. I felt a download from the Holy Spirit. Initially, the thought was my graduate and doctorate students, when they graduated, they chose Belhaven for the Christian learning environment, but they wanted to go into the workforce, into a Christian culture. And there was no segment for that. There was no demographic for that. There was no watering hole, if you will, for Christian business owners. That's where the thought started. And I met Joseph. Joseph was the publisher, still is, of Katie Christian Magazine. Yes. I had bought ads in there. He and I became friends through the working relationship. And God put it on our hearts around the same time. And we both just looked at each other and said, in obedience, let's, let's do it. Now, we both were extremely busy. Other businesses were both parents. We both have, you know, a million things happening. But we just had the courage to say yes to what that download was saying and we went and got our business license. We opened up the chamber, not even knowing what would happen. That was in uh, 
January of 2020, we had our first meeting at Westland Baptist Church there on 99 and I-10 in Katy, and we had 110 businesses show up, our very first meeting. And then as luck would have it, <laughs> or divine design, yes. we bloom this beautiful idea has just materialized and God's wowed us. We put no money into marketing at all. We didn't have it. And we were just literally called in faith to do this. We did put it on Facebook. We, we didn't even, we couldn't afford to even push it out. <laughs> there was no extra to do that. We said, you know, God, if this is of you, you this is your thing. And we're going to watch you work through this. We said, yes, we set the table. We invited everybody and they showed up. So what happened immediately after was March of 2020, everything shut down, COVID. So there was this waiting period of like eight months. And then I just got this surge, a download again, if you will, just an urging that you just can't do anything else until you obey that voice. And he said, set the table, feed my people. And I'm like, okay. So the format for the chamber forming was really around a breakfast meeting, a lunch meeting. I want to give credit to Pastor Cardenas of Church on the Rock in Katy, tremendous pastor. He opened his doors to us when others were still locked up. And so we knew it was going to be in a church. We didn't own our own building. We still don't. That's never going to be in the plan. But just to go to the people, to set the table, to let the business mountain know We have a platform to come together and to praise God and to grow in a loyal fraternity of businessmen and women. Okay, so you just said something. So I want you listeners to hear this. Okay, so this is going to kind of be set aside. You just said the business mountain. Yes. Which which mountains are we discussing? (laughs) Okay, can you touch on that? Because this is really important. Yes. So I feel this is download and, and my time with the Holy Spirit, which encourage everybody as busy as we are make that time daily to get face-to-face time with him, whether that's in your car or whatever. But in my moments of time with the Lord, he's really showed me how business is really the last stand of not only for our families, for our nation, it really is the last stronghold. And what I mean by that is there are mountains that people have talked about, and we're talking about the influential mountains. We're talking about media. We're talking about business. We're talking about education. We're talking about all there's seven that are mentioned, those those mountains. I believe the one in the middle, the business mountain, is the last stand for upholding or I should say holding ground for what we've already achieved as a nation. Let me explain a little bit what I mean by that. So we all rely on business. Business is the hub for all things resources, the way we live in the economy today, in the present day. Right. So Schools rely on people to work, to pay taxes, to buy a home, that those taxes can go to schools. You have everyone working for a paycheck. So, but those paychecks, the people who own businesses, people are looking for money to not only support their families, and it truly, the lifestyle and culture you create at work really does impact families, the nuclear family, which we should be trying to protect at all costs. And then also the political side of things, They're always needing money. They're wanting the influence that money can provide. So business is really the heart, if you will, pumping that money in a fluid motion towards everybody's needs. So truly, it holds the power for influence and income is for influence. Wealth is for impact. Absolutely. And we are to grow the kingdom, right? We are to grow the kingdom. It's all the Lord's anyways, right? And so my thought process is, why would you want to do business? Now, we want to bring in the lost. We are called to bring in the lost. But if you are a Christian business owner, why would you not want to do business with a Christian? Now, 
Christian loose term. We've talked about this before on the program, right? I have sometimes a hard time with the word Christian because we have done such a horrible job of representing Jesus Christ. Amen. Right? And so I have a really hard time. I say believer a little bit more than even a Christian because You know, when we claim Jesus, there have been so many moments in my life that I'm like, oh my gosh, I hope that they don't know I'm a believer or a Christian because I've acted so rotten, whether it be in the car or whether it be in public, you know? So I I do want to reiterate that if you are a Christian business owner, or if you are a believer, you want to do business with believers. You want to do business with those that have foundational principles on, based on the Bible based on God's word. And so let's talk a little bit about the politics and business. I know that the Christian chamber actually has a lot of benefits to it. Can we talk about one of the benefits of our businesses knowing their rights? I want to talk a little bit about that because in business, A, we need to know our rights. My husband and I just, well, I just got back into a business and I'm so excited, but I want to know my rights as a business owner, right? Because I want to fund the kingdom. That's why I went back into business. I want to be able to fund the kingdom, but I want to know my rights if they're being infringed upon by the government. So go ahead and tell us a little bit about that. Well, in the foundation and the building of this chamber, and it was again, God's download. I had, like many of us, we can get creative and get really good ideas jotted down on paper and, oh, we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And you feel that when God gives you a vision that it's yours and you have ownership of it and how it was going to come to be, oh boy, was That's I wrong. Good. That's a good word. Come on. <laughs> and uh, so what ended up happening over the course, and I can say with pride that we just celebrated our fourth birthday going Woo-hoo! into our fifth year, yes, as a chamber, but this is what he's whittled down all those amazing ideas down to, which was four basic cornerstones that we're going to separate this chamber from all other chambers. Okay. Let me back up a little further and explain to everyone listening that a chamber, uh, a lot of people understand what a chamber of commerce is. And if you do not, they serve an essential purpose in communities. So chambers are built to be the voice of business, a collective voice to government to either, you know, to get people elected or to defend their rights or make sure that the rights of business owners are being upheld. This is that, but with a twist. So we are not a political group. And I know people are, if you're anything like me, I'm a little worn out and can I say disgusted at how religion's been politicized. Yes. You know, this westernized version of Jesus, this evangelical, you know, this indignant righteousness that people are standing on to point fingers and yell at other people. And I'm like, Jesus wouldn't have anything to do with this. No. Anyway, my point is, is that when this chamber came to be, it was only further confirmation when he whittled down to these, these four things. And this is what we felt the Holy Spirit was saying. First of all, the first cornerstone, when you join our chamber, yes, we are not political. We are not red. We are not blue but we are red, white, and blue. And what that means is that we are going to encourage you as a citizen, as a contributor, and as the backbone of this nation economically, as a small business owner, you have a responsibility to know what's going on in your own backyard. So that's local elections. That's all the way up to a state level and then federal level. And it is in that order. In fact, when you go into a ballot box, if you go into you know, elections are happening right now. We have our early voting has just kicked off this week. Hopefully everyone's out there doing their research before they get in that booth. Now, here's what's daunting. You go into that booth and it starts with the federal questions first, and then it'll go to state 
and then it'll go to county. Right. Then it'll go to school board. That needs to be reversed. Amen. Your backyard affects your day to day more than the federal issues. It is your local government. It is your school council. It is your city council. And our goal within this chamber is to help start writing that, change the culture of the way we see our stakeholdership in our own backyards. That's right. Because if we start with what our backyard, what God has given us, start with what we have. And that's all he ever calls us to do. Start with what you have. Yes, there's big problems out there. There's so many big problems, things that only he'll be able to tackle. But the way that he does it through you is you check on your neighbor to the left and to the right. You check on your own household. You get your own house in order. Look after your neighbor to the left and the right. And if everyone became a stakeholder in their own backyard, imagine this nation would change overnight. That's right. Okay. So anyway, getting back to these four cornerstones. So what are they? Um, Here's the four things that separate us as a chamber. So though we are a collective voice of business, like-minded believers in business, our voice is not to government in the way that man's created it. But we believe the government is with the people. Yes. So our government is your community. So what we do is we turn around and we help represent the heart of business to our community and we get involved. We want to be the hands and feet in our community. And I think that our stories, our testimonies of blessing and hardship are going to help our neighbors in a much bigger way if we can start as businesses, start taking care of our own first. That's right. So first cornerstone, religious freedom. Getting back to what you were talking about. This is very important. We have now coming from the education background and administration, I'll tell you policy is everything. Yes. Handbooks are everything. If you're in corporate America, you know what I'm talking about. HR disputes between employees and employers, between teachers and students, it all comes back to what does the catalog say? What does the policy say? So this is where our foundation is. We have two lanes held up by two documents that are very precious to us here as citizens of the United States, but also in the kingdom of God. The first one is our constitution. Yes. Our U.S. constitution and reminding you a call to remember what you once learned. So we learned a lot of this basic stuff about being a citizen and what our rights were, but we may or may not understand the First Amendment completely. What does, you know, religious freedom mean in the workplace? It's very specific. Now, it is different in an employee to employer relationship. You have more rights as an employee than the employer does. But as the employer, did you know that I could actually have prayer around the water cooler? That we could actually start each day with a prayer and let everybody know about it? You and don't you have don't to, have to be fearful. You don't have to be fearful. No. That is important. It's huge. That is important. And we've been told at work, I've, I've been reprimanded for praying with a student in my cubicle before because there was no other answer. I mean, she had just lost her mom. Her boyfriend just left. I mean, this woman was a wreck, but she was the most precious spirit. And she was one of those people that she's just sunshine. You know, when people, those people just walk in your life and they're just sunshine. She was not sunshine today. And I said, hey, come in here. She started crying. All I could do as a woman of faith is just reach out her hands because the truth is I don't have the answer. I don't have what's going to fix her, but I know the person that does. That's right. That's right. And so I reached my hands out to her and I just said, would you mind if I prayed for you? That's good. And that's when I found out by sharing my faith, she's a believer as well. That's good. I had my hunch, but she confessed that my next door neighbor cubicle reported me and I got reprimanded for that. But what was interesting is had I known then what I know now. I could have stood up for myself. That is so important. Yes. Oh, it's so important. Okay, so religious freedom is huge. That's the first cornerstone. And we've partnered with First Liberty. 
which is an Great. amazing organization, nonprofit here in the United States that represents religious freedom cases all the way to Supreme Court. Wow. So they've provided for us kits for you. So if you are a teacher at a school, your rights are different than the students. So we've got a pamphlet for the students. We have a pamphlet if you are a religious school or if you are a not religious school. If you are a for-profit business owner, your rights are different. So this is, it's very exciting to dive into this and give people the knowledge to be able to hold ground. That is awesome. And you don't have to fight a fight that's not meant for you. And a lot of us see all these big problems. We feel like things are slipping away from us and things are out of control. No, you just need to learn to hold the ground that's already been won for you. A lot of people have come before you. They've fought, they've died, they've bled for these rights. You are not being asked to bleed. You're being asked to be knowledgeable and to stand. So we're going to help you do that at the Katie Christian Chamber of Commerce. Now, the second policy or document is the word of God. It's the Bible. So we've got the U.S. Constitution and we've got the word of God. What does God say about my responsibilities about work? How does it apply to my specific calling? How do I know if my workday, whether I'm an employee or a business owner, if the culture in my business and the way I'm conducting business is aligned with blessing? That's good. So we teach about that. We give you tools for that. And all of that is available to all of our members through our member portal. We have partnered with, the, it's no longer Houston Baptist University. It's Houston um, Christian. Christian University. Yay. And we're working in partnership. We just signed this partnership uh, just before the new year for them to be our official provider of education and leadership courses. And so anyone who joins the chamber, just talk to us about our continuing education options, as well as all the wow. meetings we're going to be having all over Houston is going to be invited to the Houston Christian University to start convalescing All right, as one group that in faith, good. networking, helping each other out and building that loyal fraternity. So what does God say about you? A lot of us, if you're anything like me, you have been called to love God and be a minister, but maybe ministry hasn't, it doesn't exactly provide the environment in which you can exist. Yeah. <laughs> if you're hopelessly flawed like I am, I've never been able to work in a church. I was a youth leader. I did everything wrong <laughs> in trying to do right by others. I didn't fit the mold to be a pastor's wife. I didn't fit the mold for what the world has created this church idealist image to be. I'm, I can't live up to that. Right. So that's important to note is that God calls us right where we are. And in this chamber, we're looking for adults, business owners, professional men and women who are like-minded that need grace daily, just Amen. like me, because I believe he's got something to say about that. All right. So also professional development tools. We're partnering with a lot of different places here, like Salem Media is going to be one of our partner for these tools to get the word out there about you guys about what you're doing and hopefully reach a broader audience for you, for your business and what God's called you to, to let that be a blessing of big multiplier for you. We're trying to bring in all those professional development tools. Also, we want you to connect with like-minded leaders, businesses, and professionals that make sense for you. You know, a lot of people would say, oh, I've joined a chamber. Well, most businesses do. It's what you should do. You don't want to be the one who doesn't join the chamber. Right. But a lot of them will also in the same breath say it didn't work for me. Right. Well. May I propose that maybe you were misaligned in what you were looking for from that partnership? So a chamber exists and membership dues are collected. It's a member-based organization. Right. And your goals are higher than your own needs. Right. They are to serve in a purpose to right. get elected officials into office, so on and so forth. So, but here in this chamber, the way we're a little different is we've inverted that leadership pyramid. And we believe that your neighbor, the community in which you live, in which your business resides, is your government. It That's is right. your people. So those are the four cornerstones. Those are the four things that separate us from 
other chambers. Again, chambers are wonderful things. If you belong to a chamber, get involved. But it's only as good as you work it. <laughs> but here at our chamber, again, we're looking for uh, the call is for like-minded individuals to come out, fellowship, and let's build a loyal fraternity where we choose, we use each other first and build that kingdom. So let's talk about the exciting news. So there was a reason why I wanted her to come on this program because I'm just so excited. So Katie Christian Chamber is the first Christian. Hey, we are a Christian chamber for Christian businesses in Texas. Okay. But can you tell us the exciting news? Yes, absolutely. Well, first of all, let me add one thing. I did find out from Houston Christian University, there's actually another Christian Chamber of Commerce. Okay. But it's like, I think it's around San Antonio. Okay. I'm not sure. Okay. But I found out about so there's them. There's another one. And I looked, I was like, oh, I see, I get excited. Yes. There's also a Christian chamber that does well in Orlando, Florida. Okay. But as far as Texas goes, I think there's one other one. I'm not sure how long they've been around, but I'm reaching out to them to find out about who they are. Come Here's on. The thing. Collaboration. I am, I am so excited when I see that what I heard wasn't just for me. Yes. And and we can grow this thing. But yes, the charge that I have, the download that I have is very specific. And it's always been Houston wide to statewide to nationwide. Amen. So we have formed the big announcement. We have formed United C3, which is United Christian Chambers of Commerce. This is going to be a nationwide movement. It is not just another chamber. This is a movement that everyone is invited to who would like to start doing business with like-minded individuals that represent government. And you'd be surprised how many of them come up and say, I'm a Christian. And I'm so excited that there was a place I could come and speak and actually share my faith walk because in politics, you can't do that in business to come and, you know, be a part of a like-minded community. Well, the table is set for a nationwide movement and we're super excited, but it starts right here in Houston. So under United C3, we're going to have many local chambers because again, if you think big, you, you get bigger and, and you lose that connectivity of relationships, right. which is right. really what makes us different. We really, really invest in our relationships in the chamber. You're not going to be a nobody. You're not, you're not even allowed to sign up for a membership without having a cup of coffee with me. Right. <laughs> because I want to make sure you know what this is about and we want to get excited for you. We want to learn what your needs are and how we can serve you. No chamber is going to do that. Yeah. And this is so exciting because also there were a lot of women actually specifically women that reached out to me a couple of weeks ago and said, I want to get back in a business. I want to be a counselor. I want to be, I want to go in and just start my own something. And they don't even know where to begin. And what's really exciting is that there are so many connections that you and Joseph have brought to the table that people are saying, I have an idea, but I need somebody to come alongside me. And so thank you. Thank you for coming on. I'm so excited. We have about two minutes left. Can you tell them where to find you? Absolutely. So though right now we are forming the Houston Christian Chamber of Commerce under United C3. We currently exist as the Katie Christian Chamber of Commerce, which okay. is open to all of Houston, west side of Houston. If you do business anywhere in Humble, Woodlands, Cypress, Sugarland, Pearland, any of that, any of the suburbs around you are welcome to come in. Our base is growing. We've seen tremendous growth. We want you to go to katiechristianchamber.com. And when you click on About Us or you can click on Membership, it'll give you all the benefits. Now, we have three different levels of membership that are community, we have business uh, levels, and then we have builder levels. So I guarantee we're going to find something that's right for you. And the uh, point is, it's just a start. You can upgrade later. We want you to get in. We want you to join this movement, be a part of it. But you do not need to be a member to come to your first event. So Perfect. please click on events when you're at katiechristianchamber.com. 
Come to that next luncheon, that breakfast, that mixer, and we look forward to welcoming you in the name of Jesus. That is so exciting. Okay, so we've got about a minute left. So again, whenever we have a moment, we're going to say, join the movement of the kingdom of God. So if you're not a Christian, if you've heard about Christianity, if you know that Jesus has died on the cross for your sins, if you're starting to believe that, then please just pray the prayer. Jesus, come into my life. Lord, take over, take over my heart and take over all of who I am, including the business that you called me to do. Lord, be my Lord and Savior. And if you prayed that, congratulations. You're a part of the kingdom of God. And you need to find a home, a godly home, so that you can find connection. We are just so excited. Thank you, Erica, for joining. This has been so fun. Join the chamber. We are so excited for what God is doing. And your business will grow. Until next week, we'll talk to you. Take care. You've been listening to Brokenness to Beauty with Brittany Francis. Join us every Thursday evening at 5.30 p.m. To hear this program again, go to kkht.com and click on the podcast. For more information, visit kintsukoriministries.com. K-I-N-T-S-U-K-U-R-O-I.